Hello and welcome to Culture Speak. This week, I thought we'd have a discussion about how you can establish rapport with your boss. And this can be a real challenge, especially if you're new at a workplace or whether you've been with the same company for some time and you might just be part of a new team. So there's a lot of new faces around you one way or another. So what's interesting about starting this new relationship with a person you're reporting to is you might have a variety of personality types. Some are more type A, very high energy, very methodical, and very exacting of their team. That doesn't make them a bad person, to be clear. They're just very driven when it comes to doing their work, especially running their team, getting their projects done, and knocking off all their objectives. So what can a fresh face on the team do to establish rapport and become well-connected with your supervisor? Here's a few ideas we can throw around. The first thing, and the most obvious thing, is they absolutely must know your name and how to pronounce it and three facts about yourself. Why am I talking about the name? You will not believe the number of times that people come to me, friends, colleagues, clients, and either they or the person they report to do not know each other's names. They know their faces, right? Or they know, oh, that one guy or that one gal that sits in this desk or in this one office but they don't know each other's names. It is astonishing. So you have to make sure, and yes, you're the employee, so the onus is on you. Go introduce yourself, it can be over email, Zoom, in person, whatever works for you. Make that connection, shake hands if they're comfortable, and uh, ask for five minutes with them to get to know them, and them to get to know you in the first couple of weeks of you joining the team. At the outset, it's really important they know a few things about you. And no, we're not necessarily talking about dogs and whether you like to play basketball or, or, or baseball or, or, or something else. Although those are nice things to have because you never know what might be a point of commonality between you and your supervisor. It could just be that you enjoy the same sports team and you never know how that might come in handy. That being aside, separate from that, and perhaps more, more primary to this discussion, is they should know what you're good at and what value you bring to the team. Right at the outset, whenever we meet someone new or are introduced to a new thing, that's not a person, we are trying, our brain is built for this. We're trying to sort it, order it, label it, and put it in a box. And in our heads, we have all these ideas, memories, sounds, visions, recognitions of all kinds, right? This is an owl. That's a dog. That's a fan. This is a, a television. And so the moment we identify what a thing looks like, sounds like, feels like, or acts like, we give it a name, we give it a characterization, and we move on. And then that characterization sticks. You've all heard the phrase, 
a first impression is a last impression. And that's true many of the time because people are too busy and too focused on other things to come back and give you a fair shot at reevaluating you. And even if they do, let's be frank, it's very hard to change significantly the impression you have of someone over time. So that first impression is important. So going back to the main thing, you're, you're trying to set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting with your boss. Okay. And again, be it Zoom, be it in person, your call. What you're trying to do is get them to understand who you are, why you want to be on the team, why you deserve to be on the team, and why the team really should value you. We'll get in a, in a minute, we'll get to how you might go about this, because obviously you're not here to rehash things you said in your job interview, right? But what you're trying to do is what your boss might be doing to their boss regarding the team. They have to sell why the team deserves a big budget, why the team deserves more time to do certain projects, and why the team should be given priority in certain cross-functional um, collaborations. You have to do that on an individual level. Start by thinking just to yourself, maybe with a notepad, pen and paper, whatever works for you. Think about your top three to five skills. And when I'm talking about skills, I'm talking about maybe a coding language that you're really good at. Maybe it's a job function, like you're very good at coordinating different points of view and distilling it down to a strong summary of what the team discussed, right? Whatever the case may be, put it all together in a list after you've really given it some thought. Could be, you know, borrowed from pieces of your resume, your cover letters over the years, maybe feedback you've gotten from prior jobs. You've got a lot of places to draw from. So bring it all down. Highlight the keywords that really matter to you and then put that to memory. It'll come in handy later. So already we're thinking about obviously identifying our, uh, ourselves to our boss. They should know who we are. They should know where we came from in the sense of did we come from a different team? Uh, what company did we used to work with? Why did we apply to this team or this company? And what value do we want to bring? So we've got the content, and now you might be feeling awkward and saying, well, you know, how am I going to even start this conversation? Well, first of all, say hello. Believe it or not, that's an important thing. Kidding aside, you want to start by giving enthusiasm and passion and saying something like, I'm really excited to be on this team. I want to learn. Think about that for a second. I want to learn and then follow that with some specific thing that you genuinely think will ramp up your value to the team, but that you might actually already be working on. It's a way for you to show that you've already done the legwork and you figured out what skills make you important to this team or what makes the team important to the company and how you then can be a star player thereof, right? And to add to that, you're saying, I want to learn. 
which means you want to make someone your mentor. Could be a boss, could be another team member that the boss recommends to you. And you're also showing that you're here not to bring your ego into the house. You're here to say, I'm good at stuff, but I know I can be better, and I want to be a star player for the team. So you have high goals, ability to learn, you're coachable, and yet we're not starting from scratch with you. That's a really good story to sell. And then you let your boss do the talking. And then they have, uh, you know, and you can do this without sounding like you're uh, buttering them up too much. You can ask them, what's their vision? What do they see the team as, right? And you really say, you can be honest and like, I really want to fit in. I want to make sure that everybody on the team knows I'm here to help, but I just want to know how best I can help. That's a perfectly fair question. And so, not too many more of these high-level ones, though. Hear from your boss what they see as their big vision. And then, if, I, if I'm guessing right, most of your bosses will, almost without any help from you, take it from a high-level discussion to a concrete discussion. If not, here's your chance. You do that. You go from, okay, boss, so I'm glad we see eye to eye. We're on the same page on the, on the big vision stuff. Now I want to know specifically on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, what can I do to bring impact? And that brings out a much more concrete discussion. They might have certain projects they want you to focus on. They might have certain priorities, right? They might have certain ways of doing things, right? They want to use certain software for certain uh, tasks, and they want you to work with certain people, okay, and uh, in a certain way. And then you learn, learn that is there a hierarchy in the team, right? Some of it might be denoted by title, right? Senior this and uh, project manager that or something of that sort, right? But some of it is more subtle, and you have to kind of talk to people with the intent to learn. And you figure out who's been around the longest, who has a track record, who's an award-winning employee. There's a lot of that that you will pick up, and some of it might come over time. Some of it you can pick up, you know, just from being social in the first few weeks. But back to the conversation with the boss. How do you want this conversation to end? You've made a point regarding your value to the team, that you bring certain things, but you want to be better at things as well. You're learning how the boss goes about and what they have their vision, uh, what the vision is, let's put it that way, and also what specifically they want you to work on in concrete terms. Last piece is, and as you may have guessed, communication and culture. How do you, how does the boss want you to go about communicating things, be it with them, be it with other team members? That's the knob. So that will tell you, is this a more direct kind of team where you say what you feel? Or is it a more subtle, indirect kind and you kind of watch each other's feelings a little bit and there's more non-confrontational ways of going about sharing your needs with each other. Are you more face-to-face? Are you more digital? And if you're digital, which platforms do you folks use? And so on. Get those things sorted. And finally, figure out the cadence. Are there regular meetings? Uh, Are there one-on-ones that you can sign up for? Is it a drop-in basis? Is it a sign-up basis? Is it a fixed-in-stone-on-your-calendar basis? Get all these things sorted out 
group meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings, team and project meetings. So, to put it all together, it cannot be emphasized enough that your relationship with your boss is one of the most important relationships you're going to have at your workplace. On a daily basis, you have articles and social media posts of people complaining about their boss. And so, so the sad thing is, the boss is no happier about the situation than you are. Have you ever thought about that? Because the reality is, work in the modern day is stressful, be it work from home or not from home. It's stressful. There's different types of stress. Yes, you might hate the fact that you have to report to someone. But remember, even the person at the very tippy top of the food chain has something weighing on them. They have a board of directors, maybe. Maybe they have shareholders. Maybe they're the business owner and they don't even have those. But then they have the pressure of their own money being invested into a company and the day-to-day -day income is their whole life in the balance, their whole you know, dream is in the balance. You're here, nine to five, you collect a paycheck and you go home. They don't, or at least they shouldn't. So bring it all together. Everybody is in this together. They have different forms of stress. What we can't do is figure out what everybody is looking for, what their vision is, what their priorities are, what their work style is. And your boss can either be your greatest adversaries, and believe me, there's plenty of examples of those, or your greatest ally. The choice is yours. Thanks, and see you next time.